Well, 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 it's an info snack kind of a day today. Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to be talking about a bunch of updates on the Lori Vallow Daybell case, the Chad Daybell case, the Brandon Boudreaux case, and more. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below, click that notification bell to all. Please like this video if you support it, and share it where you can. Now, let's get into it. First things first, Chad's property was searched yesterday, that's Monday, June the 29th, at around 1.15 p.m. Authorities were there with marked and unmarked cars, and they served a search warrant to Chad Daybell's son-in-law, who lives in the home with the family. Police went into the home and then searched the exterior buildings and were also seen with cameras in the backyard. They were around there till 2.50 p.m., and then they left with brown evidence bags. Where's your ukulele now, Chad? Speaking of Chad, remember how I mentioned in previous videos about the importance of September 23rd to him and how he talks to Tammy's dead grandmother Lucille from on the other side of the veil and she instructs him what to do? And I also said that Chad probably conveniently talked about dead Lucille the night that JJ died. Well, guess what came out yesterday? Not quite that, but on October 3rd, good old Chad used dead grandma Lucille to coax Tammy Daybell to go to her mother and father's house in Springville, Utah. Family members said that Chad was working outside the home. He came in and told Tammy that Lucille had come to him from the other side of the veil and said, she should go to her parents' house. Tammy had mentioned earlier in the week that she wanted to go visit her parents but was hesitant to go. Chad says that he had a vision for her to go and so Tammy leaves the next day on October 4th to spend some time with them. It's a four hour drive away from Rexburg to Springville, Utah. She arrives there the evening of the 4th, has dinner with them and then sleeps overnight at her sister's house. The very next day, she leaves back to Rexburg, which is October 5th, around 9 a.m., which puts her around 1 p.m. in Rexburg. Sadly, the next time that she's in Springville, Utah, is in the grave, two weeks later. And that day that Chad came to Tammy with his vision, October 3rd, that was the same day that Lori and Alex were at the storage unit and they removed the tire from the unit and put it back in the vehicle. The day before, Chad and Lori were there taking the seat and that back tire and putting it into the storage unit. So I wonder what Chad's actions, Lori's actions, and Alex's actions were on October 4th. I'm sure we'll soon find out. And yesterday was certainly a busy day because Lori Vallow Daybell was slapped with some new charges. She's charged with two counts of conspiracy to commit destruction, alteration, or concealment of evidence. Those charges came after Rexburg police served that search warrant on Chad's property. She will be appearing in a hearing today remotely at 4.30 p.m. with her attorney, Mark Means. EastIdahoNews.com will be live streaming the proceedings. Now, back to Chad's charges earlier in the month. He's charged with two counts of destruction, alteration, or concealment of evidence, while Lori's is two counts of conspiracy to commit destruction, alteration, or concealment of evidence. So she has that little con conspiracy piece. That can also change for Chad. We'll see. But looks like things are coming out now. 
wonder what her smirk looks like now, and, well, I wonder if she feels like putting on Kool-Aid lipstick today. I guess we'll find out at 4.30. Both Chad and Lori have a $1 million bail. But wait, there's more. Yesterday was also a busy day for Melanie Pulowski and Brandon Boudreau. There are court documents that have come to light with the custody battle of these two. The biggest bombshell in those documents is it states that Melanie Gibb was told by Melanie Pulowski that two of her own kids are zombies. And Melanie Pulowski also told Melanie Gibb that Brandon went from dark to zombie and that he was once in Hitler's tight group of friends when Hitler was alive. Listen to this. Father requests that this court deny mother's motion to set aside judgment slash order or in the alternative, motion to modify emergency temporary orders as father has provided sufficient evidence supporting the need for the emergency orders to remain in place in order to protect the party's very young minor children. If the emergency orders are set aside, the party's children will be placed at a grave risk of harm based on the fact that mother has told Melanie Gibb that two of her children and father are zombies and that mother's new husband was found to pose a risk of harm to his own biological children and is only allowed supervised parenting time with those children to which he has yet to exercise. And we know at this point what happens to zombies. Now it's stated that Melanie is also a person of interest in the investigation related to the attempted murder of Brandon Boudreaux. In the affidavit it says, Detective Pillar states in his affidavit that the mother is a person of interest in the investigation related to the attempted murder of father and that the investigation is ongoing. Detective Pillar also states in his affidavit that on October 16, 2019, mother contacted him regarding her children and that she did not contact him again after this date with respect to her children or request his assistance in locating her children. And side note, Detective Pillar is saying that Melanie did not contact him for assistance in locating her children. So instead, what she did two weeks later, two, three weeks later, she went with Uncle Alex and they went to the property of Brandon Boudreaux's parents. And she didn't just go once, she went twice and landed her butt in jail. I'll continue. Rob H. Wood, Madison County Prosecutor, who has been appointed as a special prosecutor to investigate and prosecute the charges against Lori Vallow Daybell and Chad Daybell, has indicated to father that mother is a person of interest in the other multiple felonious acts, including the missing children, both now confirmed deceased. Then there's a line about Melanie's interviews. Mother's media interviews throughout this litigation are filled with conflicting statements from one interview to the next. And we've been saying that, haven't we? She's conflicting everything that she says. It's one giant circle. These documents also talk about Ian, Melanie's new husband, and his ongoing battle as well. It says, on or about June 5th, 2020, Ian Pulowski and Natalie Pulowski appeared for a hearing on Natalie Pulowski's petition for order of protection, which listed their minor children as protected parties. Following the hearing, the 7th Judicial District, Madison County Court Judge found that reasonable grounds existed to enter a renewed protection order, domestic violence, allowing Ian Pulowski to only have supervised parenting time and contact with his children. Since entry of this renewed protection order, Mr. Pulowski has had no contact with his children. Now the next hearing is set for July 1st in Maricopa County Family Court. Now also, Tylee Ryan's aunt, Annie Cushing, 
took to social media and talked a bit about her brother Joe Ryan, who is Tylee's dad, and she talked a little bit about Lori. Now I may do a separate video on Annie, but today I wanted to point out one important aspect of it, and that's a text that Annie wrote. And this would have been not long after her brother Joe Ryan died. Annie went to be with Tylee in May, and Lori had asked her to come, and Annie found out her brother died five weeks after the fact. And Lori knew, Lori knew right away. And even though Annie and Lori kept in contact, Lori didn't tell Annie this big important point that Annie's brother was dead. Surprise, surprise, right? Lots of secrets, Lori. Joe Ryan died April of 2018. Here's what Annie said about Lori. Lolo was crazy, meaning Lori. I saw a dark side of her when I was there that makes me question some of her claims. I regret going down there. She may be a sociopath. She lies with total ease. She even brags about lies she's told. They were obviously much smaller things, but I also saw how she would make wild accusations even when Tylee protested. Example, she said that Joe said our mother dumped boiling water down his back when he was a kid. I said that I know she's mentally ill, but didn't show any signs that she would do something like that on purpose. But she was overwhelmed with young kids back to back. Lolo's response was that Joe probably said that because that's what he wanted to do to Tylee. She was standing right there and yelled at her. She was furious. We were both stunned, but it was that kind of stuff pretty consistently. She also made allegations that didn't make sense, but they're too gross to put in a text. Tylee opened up to me the last night after Lolo went to bed, but I can't make out the truth from fiction in all of this. But the resentment Tylee has toward Lolo is so deep it makes me question a lot. I don't need to know what happened. I just left exhausted from the constant campaigning and Lolo's out-of-control ego. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply but I feel trapped. I connected with Tylee, but don't want anything to do with Lolo ever again. And then she talks about Tylee and she says, but I think she was much more a victim of a really nasty war between the two of them. And Lolo will win at any cost. She says about Tylee, she was this angry, resentful, sarcastic teen the entire week. Then when we talked alone, she was like putty. She was so sweet and genuinely responsive to the genuine positive feedback I gave her. She's going to have some monster issues to deal with when she's an adult and can get her own therapist. She exhibited a crap ton of rage toward Lolo. I have no idea what happened. All I know is that home was dark AF and I couldn't wait to get out. 
she says about Lori being a sociopath. That's what makes me feel Lori was a sociopath to her. This was all a game. She had no empathy for the suffering anyone else was experiencing, including Tylee. And we see that numerous times with her smiles and her smirks. But this was in 2018. This is the same time that people had said that Lori really started changing and things were getting worse. So April 2018, Joe Ryan died. And then a year and a couple months later, that's when Charles died. And of course, we know September, Tylee and JJ died. So little by little, things are starting to finally piece together in that puzzle. New charges are coming, I'm sure, and I'm hoping even more are coming. There are still so many questions. And when it comes to Chad and his property, many of you are commenting and wondering why the heck this property wasn't sealed off right when they found the kids and how Chad's other kids were able to move into the house. I don't have the answers for you, but I'd love to get them. So let's have a chit chat about that below. Also, it now looks like Melanie Pulowski is in the hot seat and her word salad is now a buffet. So she's now a person of interest and it's not looking good for her. But she should have told the truth in the first place. We can see that she's constantly contradicting herself. She was asked straight out if she thought Brandon was a zombie and well, we know now what she actually thinks. I have found another little piece of information as well about that and Brandon Boudreaux's attempt, but I may add that in a future video and dive in. But it will make more sense why I think and believe that she was involved. And now at least Chad and Lori are both sitting in jail. Lucille can talk to Chad all she wants now. Hopefully she can give him a cuff across the head from beyond the veil. Let's have a chit chat below. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. Click that like button, click that share button. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.